All right, hello everyone. This is After School Talk Podcast, where we talk about everything education off the clock. I am your host, Dr. Deuce, and as always, the goal is to bring educators together to elevate the student experience and to have fun while doing it. Bam. So, yes, yeah, a lot to talk about today. The, uh, the episode's out alone, I am in love with because you know, right now they have the whole light skin Keisha thing. But baby, let's go into light skin Letty. This is a continuation of our Love Craft Chronicles, where we're going to talk about light skin Letty because that is one of the underlying themes of this show. If you have not watched Love Craft yet, what are you doing? Get your life together. Put some time aside for you to do that. It's on HBO Max. Get somebody's password or whatever you gotta do so you can watch. I'm gonna try not to be coughing through this episode. I'm slick choking. I went and got me some water before we started. Um, but we'll see what happened. And what is so funny, educator tip of the week is drink more water. I am currently trying to pass a kidney stone. I have not had a kidney stone probably in three years. I'm proud of myself, but this one has crept up on me and I want him or her to go away. I have plans for this weekend, very big plans, and this kidney stone must leave. I also had um, very, I mean, have very big plans for the week. We have a lot going on at work, so stay hydrated, you guys. Drink as much water as possible. Just baptize yourself in it because water is good for the soul, and so is a margarita. So if I can get one of those too, I shall. Anyways, let's get into the topic for the week. Also, I realized I have not given out the educator tip of the week on social media. So this is my plan. Y'all follow me on this journey as we figure out where after school talk is going and how we try to tell people about the rite of passage processes and elements and encourage them to use these to elevate the student experience. I'm going to go back to the first time I did an educator tip of the week and make a social media post about it and just go ahead and map out all the way until now. So while drinking water for those who continue to listen to After School Talk, that's what you want this week. You may not see that for another month actually pop up on social media. You got to tell nobody. <laughs> or you can tell everybody <laughs> so that they can listen to the podcast and keep up. But I realized I was not doing that. And so what I'm going to try to do is be more diligent in posting on social media so that as a community, we're keeping up to speed with each other and the things that can help us in education, which again, is the whole point of this podcast. Now on to Lovecraft Country, Lovecraft Lovecraft Chronicles. That's what I get for trying to put so many (laughs) seeds, trying to have this thing fit. Last episode, we hit on daddy issues. And again, confirmation, seven o'clock this morning, um, talking to a friend of mine, and I just happened to ask him um, as he was trying to just talk through the deci- a, a possible decision where he may be moving closer to where we live, which is close to where his mother lives, um, because she has just had a mastectomy and, you know, wanted to be there for her for her breast cancer. I happened to ask him, where's his father? And he was like, my father died when I was 12. I said, why do I not remember knowing that about you? Like, I've known you since 2000, early 2000s, and I don't think I remember that. And we just had a conversation about him not really processing the death of his father until later on, um, how he can remember him, his mom telling him at the age of 12 and how he compartmentalized and kept moving. And now he is 
having moments where he does think about it and maybe sad or tries to process. And I told him, I said, and he said, man, I just, just cried about it three weeks ago. And I was like, well, you know what, what triggered you to cry about it three weeks ago? He said that, that doggone Kurt Franklin documentary. And for those who listened to last week's episode, what did I tell you? I said, daddy issues, number one. Number two, that Kurt Franklin documentary was some serious. That Melvin and I covered it on the Nostalgia podcast. So if you want to dig into that, go back over there. Because it's, it's good and it is just so relevant of how, you know, issues you can have with your father really come up and play a big part into your adult development. It really does. And I know I'm just like my daddy. Like, I act a lot like my father. Um, I probably think, I probably think a lot like my father too. But, um, you know, it's some things where I can have a little um, agitation about it because of the way my my upbringing was my father. But one thing's for sure, and I told my daddy that the other day, ain't no doubt in my mind you love me and that you would drop whatever you're doing for me. Has always exhibited that for me. And he ain't got to do another thing on this earth period um so i you wish that for other people and especially for your students but sometimes it does not work out so on last week's episode what we were doing we're discussing how to manage relationships especially family dynamics and using lovecraft country using activities and elements of the rite of passage experience to do that for students right now we are on to a different element a different not different element a different topic and that new topic is Building self-confidence. We're looking at empowering students to recognize their physical beauty. We don't do that much. And truth be told, I believe that is a big part of why we see a lot of our female students in particular engaging in hostile situations because of jealousy, not feeling adequate. Um, I believe they dabble in a lot of um, risky sexual behavior because of that, because you want an attention and acceptance from the guys. So you're going you gonna to go do things that on a in a healthy thought of yourself, you would not do. You would not engage in those things. And I believe if the curriculum of education could shift to where we actually cover some things like this and not just science, math, English and social studies, we can curb some of the behavior issues we see in school and actually create productive citizens. You know, is it so hard to believe? But we could, right? Um, we look at opportunities for club days is when we can be having these discussions. That's what we did at our school. So it can be drafted up in the curriculum. It doesn't have to happen after school and you got to say it can even happen within the curriculum. But the point is, this is that space where we can just dream and pretend for a moment, what if we could get it done? Because that can spark the actual action items and getting these things accomplished at our school. So <laughs> my goal is to help with um, sparking that creativity with that. Now, let's relate Lovecraft Country to this topic of building self-confidence. If we watch the episodes as a group or if you choose to um, introduce this in the comic book form to your students, you're going to be able to look at the dynamics between the two the sisters, Ruby and Letty. And it is important to have students in discussion format identify the differences between the two characters. Though they are sisters, we can see that they have a broken and difficult relationship. 
One is this, they, there is a sense of colorism that comes out in these episodes and it's something to talk about. I had a student, um, and, and the reason I say it's something to talk about is because students will have these kind of feelings and ne- necessarily have a safe space, one of the elements of a rite of passage, to discuss these things. So in a safe space one time, I had a student say the biggest thing she was trying to get over, and this is she was a senior in high school, was she was darker than everyone else and that she felt unpretty is the word she used. And every girl in the circle looked at her like, say, who, what? You, what is going on? That boy, and I was even sitting there like, girl, what you talking about? We thought, and still to this day, this girl's gorgeous. Like, you are gorgeous. But society, maybe, you know, as far as who, what guys were approaching her at the time, or just her lack of confidence showing through, it was, it's just not there. I hear y'all saying it, but it's not there for me. So we would have to, let's, let's open the box and just kind of look at the, the skin complexion and what role that plays in their um, strained relationship. Size. Letty is a size zero and Ruby is plus size giving thickness, right? That is another contributor. We are we are always pushing against those kind of stereotypes in our um, society that skinnier is better, skinnier looks is, is healthier, regardless if it is or not, um, and just trying to curve those or trying to um not curve <laughs> trying to push away those ideas of because I got a little weight on me I'm not as pretty as a girl next to me so if I'm not light-skinned and very slim you're not attractive right so we're giving people that safe space to have those conversations now you may say well, what about them the males in the classroom same conversation you'll be surprised the guys is like yeah and, and also telling guys like hey you don't have to p- pick and choose a girl that fits what what the what you're seeing on TV, if you like and have a great conversation with this girl, then that's who you that's who you like, that's who you're attracted to. As well as guys, you don't have to dress and look like this person. What works for you? Right? What are you comfortable with? What do you, what what about you are you proud of and 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 feel confident about? Because our guys will be going through those same things and will not have that same safe space as the women to talk about these things and be empowered to live in their best physical beauty, right? And then the other two things is responsibilities. If you pay attention, Letty just out here living life, baby. Letty just, <laughs> shoot, she going on road trips with Tick and just running around. And Ruby even put puts into perspective of Letty didn't even show up for their mama's funeral. You didn't even come to mama's funeral. You just out here just running amok, right? So sometimes for five students, it's when you're the older sibling or sometimes you're the younger sibling or you're the cousin who I always got to, I got practice. I have um, stuff to study for. I have to go to church all the time. I'm in these internships. My mama got me in these community service groups. I'm always having all these high responsibilities and I'm seeing another person close to me just get to frolic and just do whatever they want to do, right? And trying to help them understand the perspective but what are you trying to gain and why are you in these things and why you should continue in these things, right? Because um, sometimes our students may not see that because I just want to run them up. You Come on, y'all, be real. Because as you get older, you, you try to erase those things. You knew the person who didn't have as many uh, rules in their house as you did. And you get home be mad. Well, she gets to talk on the phone to boys. She get to go to the movies and do what she want to do. She got cable in her room. <laughs> you know, back in the day, you... 
You got friends that had TVs in their room and you didn't. And you felt slighted because you didn't have those things. But understanding there are rules and responsibilities for you for a reason. So we can have these conversations around students and then look at the success level between the two. Right. How is this working for this person versus how this is working for, for you in the long term? What is what type of success are you trying to have based upon the journey you are taking? So we look at Letty. Letty had these big, bold dreams, but not necessarily working in the path or in the greatness to get it accomplished. She would become very flippant and like Ruby would try to get her to see you're not doing what you're supposed to to get the X, Y, and Z. And you will have a stroke of luck here and there, but that doesn't mean, you know, we are to not be more prepared, right? Whereas Ruby really wanted to work at this clothing store. That was her big thing. She wanted to be the first black woman to work there. And when she finally thought she was going to work there, she saw they had already hired another black woman. She was like, mm, dang, they already got one black girl. I know they ain't going to hire two. You know, but she was trying to do everything she could to eventually work at this store. And um, that is a, a part of her us just seeing how she was just more mature and more driven than Letty. Um, but we... It comes across as if, well, that's sad. She don't get to just go explore. Like, she's just a lame. And she's not. But that's something our students deal with. I'm a lame because I go study versus going out to the fair with everybody tonight. So giving students a safe space to understand that you are doing what you're supposed to do. That is fine. And it will have a greater payoff in the end. Just stay the course. Now, you have gone through and you are using these shows to... Offer the opportunity to have these discussions based upon these characters. But like we said in daddy issues, we need to also have activities to back up the conversations, right? One activity can be what's your what's your fit? I did this with a group of student leaders last school term, and I plan on doing it again because it's very helpful of really trying to help students identify their style and their style in different contexts. So we may look at this in terms of what is your fit for school, regular day of school, what you will wear. What is your fit in terms of interview, professional business? What is your fit in terms of formal wear, uh, semi-formal wear? We, we really try to look and see what these different fits would look like for students and give tips about those, those fits. One thing I'm realizing now as I curate my closet, like certain things like that fits your body so well, right? And we come in all different shapes and sizes. There's nothing wrong with going, you know what works best for me? Not the skinny leg jeans, but the flare jeans. You know what works best for me? Not a, um, I don't even down to the ladies, not a square nail, but a stiletto nail. Whatever it is, we can have those conversations so that students can walk more confidently in what they're wearing because they know that's my fit. That's my go-to. If my mom's going to take me to the store, I know to look for this kind of style and it's going to work for me. Now, along with the what's your fit, another thing to do, which goes along with the change in appearance element of Rite of Passage, is to offer the student a new piece of clothing. For my razor sharp gents and razor chic ladies who were members of the mentoring program at the school, the gents would get a specific bow tie and the um, chicks would get razor chic ladies, ladies <laughs> would get a set of pearls. These are clothing items to not only acknowledge they've earned their membership into the organization by completing the rite of passage, but it's also a way to, again, build self-confidence. The very first group I had, very first group of guys who were to wear that bow tie, 
those guys were terrified to get to school that next day. Because who walk around with a bow tie on, right? Nobody walks around like that. By lunchtime, these guys are walking with their back straight, heads up. They're telling me how many people have been giving them compliments, how many teachers are saying they're looking nice because they all as a group together are feeling confident. Like, that's what we're trying to do. We're building self-confidence. And look at them now. So every time it's time to put a town, they knew it was go time. They know now, like, baby, hey, when I put this town, everybody going to be want me, man. I look good with this town. And we're building that kind of self-confidence. So same thing can happen if you figure out, like, what is a clothing item, whether it's a tie, a sweater, a sweatshirt, something that they can get that builds that self-confidence and it's related to clothing, it's related to fit, it's related to physical beauty to just be proud of who you are and what you and um, what you can offer yourself to society. And lastly, um, a thing that I do now that I love doing is a professional photo shoot. Being able to hire a photographer to come in and have these students wear their best fits and see themselves on the other side of that camera and go, that's me. <laughs> yes, that's what you look like. That's how good look you look. That's how confident look you look. You look like the president of X, Y, and Z or the leader or the Miss Homecoming or the whatever when we set up these things and give you the opportunity to lose some of that imposter syndrome, lose some of that society said I'm not cute. They said I'm too big. They say I'm too dark. They say I'm too skinny. They say my hair isn't long enough. They say I don't have the wave pattern and everybody else and just go, man, I look good. Yes, you look good. You look amazing. And we use those uh, these activities to continue the idea of empowering students to recognize their physical beauty because we want them to do that. And lastly, all of that still has to connect to this green book. Because that's what started this whole thing in the first place. <laughs> we got to figure out how do we connect this to the green book? Well, one thing is this. One of my students suggested that the green book be connected to the community, right? We said that in the very first episode. Big thing could be that students could use this green book to find out what local clothing stores will give them a discount. Right? Come on. Because as we talk about... I'm finding my fit and I'm finding out what things I look good in. Well, some things I'm going to have to go purchase. And it would be amazing if I can get a discount on this because I'm a student. I'm a starving student. I'm a struggling student. So that would be one way of trying to help them. Um, the other thing is to put affirmations in the book. These are seven morning affirmations you can say from Monday to Sunday to build your self-confidence. And every day they open that book and they read one of those affirmations out. Or you have a space for them to write seven affirmations that they they want to say themselves. Think about how powerful that could be in that book for those students to do that. And the last thing that can be added to the green book is fashion tips or reminders. This goes along with the element of socially appropriate socially appropriate behavior. We're teaching socially appropriate behavior through fashion, right? So listing there for students, what is expected when we say after five attire? That was a big thing I learned when I was on the Royal Court at HBCU. I had no idea what after five meant, but it was in my booklet right there of what were my go-to outfits for after five. What is school pride attire? I used to do it for my high school students because I realized you say school pride and they didn't even understand school colors, baby. I need you to put on school colors. Get you some jeans, paint your face, put on the black shirt, bring your gold pom-pom, whatever it is. But what does school pride attire look like, especially if I'm a student leader, right? And especially if I want to be in my best confident fit. And then lastly, business attire. 
That's another thing. What does it look like for us all to show up in business attire? We were to the point, depending on what organization we were in, you had your attire already laid out. And when I said business attire, the students would show up matching. So for Razor Charge Gents, the example, when I say wear your RSG outfit, you knew white button-down dress shirt, long sleeve, bow tie, khaki pants, brown hard bottom shoes. Okay? Brown belt. Or if we realize like, hey, everybody don't have brown, we got to go with the black, black hard bottom shoes, black belt. Whatever it is, so these guys can all be uniformed and all together, right? Easy. This is easy stuff, but it makes a huge difference. Something you wouldn't even think about that was important was that the bow ties could not be pre-tied ties. What is the point? I know some of y'all are like, well, I wear my ties pre-tied. Well, sucks for you. I want these ties, these guys to learn how to tie a bow tie. It's an elevated experience elevated experience you walk away from high school being able to say not only do i know how to tie a tie i can tie a bow tie something that is just not typically worn every day something to show my upper echelon my increased knowledge of myself and wardrobe and fashion and self-confidence i can do this and even the guys like they would i remember this they were all on youtube trying to you know make sure they had it them that morning before even though we had showed them but i don't blame them that's good that's what i want you to do i want you to have that in your back pocket even if you never wear a bow tie after this even if that's the only bow tie you got in your closet from now you're gonna say that memory of dang i did that it's, it's it is the memento is the thing to recognize as that right of passage it's just like the green book those students will eventually graduate right but they can go back to that green book and still set them affirmations at the age of 35 15 to 35 like you know what i'm saying it's just, it doesn't matter i can i can still go on and use these things and it has a bigger impact on my life it has a more profound meaning the older i get but if you just teach me as i say all the time the pythagorean theorem and then i can do it afterwards there's nothing to connect me back to this experience there's nothing to ground me in why this is life-changing or transformative and, and this is why I push for your things to have themes, to be well-developed, to be intentional, and to really speak to the heart of what we're trying to do, right? Really speak to the heart of what you're trying to do. And I understand, and we can have conversations about this later, if this is very time-consuming, how do you map all this out? May not be as hard as you think. If we could just dedicate a few minutes to thinking through it, really and truthfully, it may not be as hard as you think, but we have to take some time to dedicate to it. Anywho, this, I would go into a lot more about this, but y'all, like I said earlier, I'm dealing with this kidney stone and this thing is trying to tap on my bladder. <laughs> this stone said, hey, give me more water because I've already went through a whole bottle uh, right before I saw to you guys. And I know it's time to get some more. But hopefully you uh, have some ideas floating around. This has inspired you. It's been fun to listen to. And you are looking forward to the next episode of Lovecraft Chronicles. So please make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Share this with at least at least five people. If y'all can share this with at least five people, that is so helpful for me. Because it really helps me to get this conversation out there and be able to help people understand how we use the creativity and the rite of passage to bring these elevated experiences to students. So if you can share this with somebody, that'd be so, 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 so helpful. Post it on your social media and just say, hey, go listen to this. Put the link. That helps out a lot. Um, I think we are slowly <laughs> on my nostalgia podcast. I saw where I hit 3,000 downloads. That happened very slow. And then I know I took some time off on the nostalgia one. Um, but I believe with after school talk, we may be, yeah, we're about to hit 22,000. See, that's a, mm -hmm. but I need y'all to like help me get there. <laughs>
So uh, if you could share, like, and subscribe and share, 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 that would be very helpful. All right, y'all have a good week. Drink you some water. Talk to you next week.